It's Susanna. Let me introduce myself. I live in New York City. I was born in Macedon, Greece. I was raised in New York uh, and I studied at the Fashion Institute of Technology. After spending many years there, I entered the glamorous world of fashion. Uh, I worked for Versace and Bergdorf's for many years where I got the chance to learn the best of the best from the best and uh, meet the most glamorous, the most amazing, iconic, inspiring people of the world. I derailed a little bit by creating my own collection, Susanna Galani's Jewelry, Age of Gods, and I had so much fun doing that. Um, I still do, by the way, but um, I'm getting back into my origins, my original state of mind, uh, uh, fashion-inspired, style-inspired. Uh, I believe uh, regarding to fashion, clothing and in general accessories as well and fashion has the power to transform your life you can be whoever you want with the power of style and clothing and here i'm quoting coco chanel by saying uh, uh, what she said uh, quote i did not like my life and i created my life end of quote so here i'm going to be sharing with you all the layers, all my experiences, all the lessons that I learned while living in this most gorgeous, glamorous city, New York. And um, some of my lessons include spirituality, the power of spirituality, the purpose of spirituality. Uh, I call them tools, actually, for an ideal lifestyle. So it's spirituality, art. I'm also an artist. Music, cinema culture, interiors, nutrition, everything. These are the layers that we all need uh, to have the most amazing ideal life. So stay tuned, stay with me and um, we will have some fun and great inspirations. So just remember, I love you and um, this is sponsored by Susanna Galani's Jewelry, Age of Gods. You can reach me at SusannaGalanis.com. Question. What is an Eros? Eros is ancient Greek. It's a word. It means love or desire. It is a concept in ancient Greek philosophy referring to sensual or passionate love from which the term erotic is derived. It's pure and it is perfect. Reminder Please listen until the end of the episode because usually I include a surprise or a bonus. It's Susanna. I'm back. I've been away for a couple of weeks and I uh, haven't been in the mood and I apologize for that. I haven't been in the mood for... Uh, recording any new stuff uh, furthermore i just need to give myself and you as well a break 
Now that I was not thinking about you, I was all along. I was planning this episode and um, today it is uh, Tuesday in New York City and it's 95 degrees and it's very hot and humid. You totally need to get away. So I was away and I need to go back because New York City in the summer As exciting as a city as may be, it's not as exciting as you think these days because it's very muggy and um, I don't know what else to say. It just smells. (laughs) It is smelling. It's a smelly city. I can't wait for fall and the new season to, to begin in New York. I believe uh, New York uh, will get its vibe back and more come this fall and going onwards and forwards from here i have no idea how this uh, abre covid season is going to be but um, i have faith in new york city it's very dynamic city it has a beautiful dynamic energy and the people as well are dynamic 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 so it's all about the dynamic and the dynamics of new york city and it's coming back that's all I can tell you because I'm a New Yorker and I know I know I can tell you (laughs) I can tell you so anyway so I just wanted to catch up with you a little bit and tell you what I have been doing and which pretty much was nothing because I just wanted to relax with family and um, enjoy and just did some shopping of course I did vintage as well in Southampton and um I bought a couple of uh, handbags. I bought actually three handbags and uh, they're vintage. Uh, what I call vintage is not vintage, vintage, very old. I would say they range maybe uh, the last 20 years, maybe, uh, in the period, the ones that I got. They're recent, recent, uh, pre-owned, I would say. I wouldn't call them vintage for I don't I don't want to mislabel them as vintage they they are pre-owned and they're definitely uh, some beautiful uh, pieces that I collected and what I do is I try to add um, more uh, items on like um, cords and uh, uh, memorabilia and decorative things and beads and uh, uh, spiritual um, things like crosses and beads and uh, it's making these bags really different and uh, very personal and very personable they have a story to say when you look at these they're becoming a, a signature bag uh, something unique something one of a kind so i have started doing that uh, i probably have maybe I don't know, but I would say at least 10 good pieces that I've selected recently. I have more, but I haven't done all the decoration on all of them. So I have at least 10 pieces that I have uh, remodeled, um, not so much with uh, the style itself, but uh, with uh, adding the the decoration and the vibes and the charms and making them very charming and and, and new and um, updated and... um, uh, I don't know they have some some story to say that they have like uh, they stand out they speak it's like a story 
it's like a storybook it just tells something about the carrier the person who carries in this case it's myself I I decorate them with things that are, are very sentimental to me of course they're not too loud and they're not too crazy they're very subtle but um, they are really uh, signature pieces like in my jewelry I do um, signature necklaces, uh, statement necklaces, something that you wear and it is you and it's just very limited and um, like you, <laughs> you're limiting, <laughs> you're one of a kind so you should be carrying things that uh, are one of a kind and you're not uh, carrying what everybody else is carrying in town or all over the world um, influenced by the style influencers <laughs> so you don't wear all this new stuff that everybody's wearing and you're like one of these girls not that there is anything wrong with that because uh, it, it's your personal choice and I totally respect that but I believe in your personal style I believe in personal style and in this case I believe in sustainable personal style I believe in mixing uh, the new and old uh, contemporary and uh, finds that you find in your favorite resale shop or uh, you got it from your mother or your aunt or uh, somebody gave it to you it has, it has special meanings so when you're wearing something it is uh, a very special outfit uh, having this high and low that that new and old style I call this a uh, sustainable styling so I'm going to be introducing that as well um, you know the handbags also styling uh, with this sustainable styling idea in mind uh, the combination like I said the old and the new and uh, the high and the low it cannot be all high expensive it cannot be all cheap you know very like Zara or H&M or all this uh, you want to mix it up a little bit and I totally believe in sustainable fashion and there is so much out there so much good quality fantastic styles uh, beautiful classic and uh, sometimes uh, I see a lot of the young girls they are restyling everything and it's all cool and it's just beautiful and this is what style should be all about at least of course you're free to do whatever you want and um, develop your personal style as well so um, so today um, what else did I do I made uh, one of my my new favorites <laughs> soup as you know I love to cook and I create again interesting unique recipes it's like my jewelry <laughs> I'm doing a signature uh, um, styles in uh, in uh, cooking as well and uh, I do love salads and I'm very good at making a great salad and I love soups another style another style in food that I love soups because I love vegetables and uh, legumes and all these and um, I do love soup so recently I was um, uh, inspired by a, um, a a style and lifestyle influencer she's also a yoga influencer and um, she was I'm going to give all her um, um, information just because I don't I don't have the exact spelling right now and I don't want to do any injustice to her because she's great and amazing uh, I will give all the credits and all the information as far as what she was inspired me inspired me uh, this weekend with my cooking uh, I will give it at the end of the 
of the podcast. Okay, her name is Julie, and she lives in London, and she lives in a castle. Okay, that's all I can say. But I'll give you everything at the end. But in any case, in any case, uh, she was cooking, and because she's a, um, uh, she likes uh, sustainable living also, and this is what attracted me to her uh, social media influence and her channels and her uh, social you know the 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 youtube and the um instagram and what i uh, that's all i was able to see but i i think she has more than that so in any case she believes in uh keeping uh restoring and um reintroducing the old sustainable style and living in a castle and maintaining these old beautiful structures and loving history and um, uh, creating beautiful gardens and maintaining and uh, cooking natural food and good quality food and of course taking care of yourself by doing yoga she's a yoga instructor and um, she was very inspiring to me and uh, uh, so she was cooking uh, a recipe and I just made it and I'm so excited and I got so many likes also on my story the reels on my Instagram it was a sweet potato onion lettuce soup can you believe lettuce soup I know my mother used my mother is making a lettuce uh, fricassee uh, it's lamb with lettuce and like a sauce which is like a bechamel but it's very lemony um, it's a traditional Greek food but um, and it tastes so delicious but um, in this case it's a soup that uh, uses a lot of different types of lettuces you can do two or three and of course the sweet potatoes and the onions it creates a, and, and the uh, vegetable broth it creates a very nice uh, soup that you eventually blend and you make it very velvety and very smooth and then you add uh, toppings on top and it was very good so I got uh, so many likes and so many so much attention uh, that I was like wow I was so happy I was so happy because I love cooking so I'm going to be introducing more and more cooking to my uh, platform because I do love cooking so today that uh, response, uh, the recipe that uh, created so many likes, I, I got so excited because it gives me such a pleasure to, to help and to uh, share knowledge and um, it gives me so much pleasure to see that I, I, I inspire other people and this is why I'm doing this. Uh, podcast as well and um, it's just giving me so much pleasure that's all I can say I love sharing so I love 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 and speaking about love today's episode is going to be all about love because at the end of the day it's all the love it's all the love that counts because remember in my last uh, podcast I was talking about the scale, the emotional, the vibrational scale from very, very low to very, very high. So very high is love and enlightenment. So 
loving and sharing and having good intentions it's uh, the ideal existence we all are aiming to get higher and higher even the ones that are blocked they have like a shade or a cover because they cannot see any better subconsciously we all want and we are striving to get closer and closer and closer and closer to the light which is our creator so that's the ideal that is the ideal existence and love that vibration is uh, creating a a higher vibration the highest and uh, therefore we are closer to the light and the best feeling possible so speaking about love there was back in ancient Greece a god named Eros and uh, inspired by the theme of love I'm going to tell you a little bit of Greek history because as you know I'm inspired by the gods and the glamour and the glorious time of my favorite place my birthplace Greece in this case ancient Greece so I'm going to take a little break and I'm having some wine by the way Sauvignon Blanc and it's great so I'm going to come back and tell you the story of Eros and um, maybe he will inspire all of us to be more loving, more sharing, more in love with us, ourselves and others. Uh, it's very important we talk, when we speak about love to also include ourselves because sometimes we do not. We feel uh, like we're very selfish, self-centered, and we ignore ourselves. Of course, we have been influenced by people in our past, by certain rejections, by certain um, societal, cultural um, behaviors towards women, towards uh, whatever in that case, maybe, or even men. So we all have some situations and um, some influences in, in most cases they can be in most cases but not in all cases but um, there is a dark and the light in life the yin and the la- and the yang the yin and the yang so there's always some influences dark influences in our lives as well and everybody everybody everyone has been subjected to darker influences because this is what life is all about and we have to learn lessons from these challenging influences okay so we have to get out of this uh, by loving ourselves and uh, treating ourselves uh, with dignity and respect and then loving others and not put ourselves uh, last okay because we may think that we don't deserve it some people are uh, exactly the opposite and they're narcissists and they believe that they are they all deserve everything for themselves let's not go there we try to have a nice balance of love and self-love in a nice healthy way it's very important as well i wanted to um, highlight that and underline that because it's very very important in order for us to be 
loving and to be um, sharing and to be um, uh, people or forces that will uplift the energy of the entire world, we also have to love ourselves because if we don't have love for ourselves, we do not have any love to give to other people. It's very elementary, so... I will be back with Eros and uh, good wishes for uh, Eros to bring us um, love and uh, enlightenment because this is what we wish these days to be. I'm back with uh, some Greek mythology. Are you ready? Are you ready for this lesson of Eros, who was Eros? Eros, he is also known as Cupid to the Romans and to some of us, but uh, some of us, like myself, who pride myself to be uh, of Greek origin and uh, more um, familiar with Greek uh, mythology and uh, stories. Eros is the god of love. And this is the actual name Eros, Erotas in Greek. So he was a Greek god of sexual attraction, a constant companion of Aphrodite, another Greek goddess of the 12 major goddesses and gods of Mount Olympus. He is depicted Eros as either a beautiful youth or a mischievous nude boy. He is very commonly rep represented with a bow and an unlimited number of arrows, some of them gold, some of them uh, not gold, um, there are other metals, and according to the stories, uh, the kind of uh, arrow you receive, uh, this is, uh, you can fall in love and be happy and live happily ever after or be harmed by uh, love or erotas. So depending on uh, the moods of Eros and uh, what kind of uh, arrow he decides to send you. Thus, some of us have received both, so that explains the different uh, experiences we had with uh, love in the past or currently. Okay, so he uses to overpower the reason and incite erotic feelings in any mortal, mortal or god. This is his wish and this is Aphrodite's wish as well. Once, though, he accidentally scrapped himself with an arrow and this is how he fell in love with Psyche who later will become his wife for eternity. So he even uh, made himself fall in love. He sent his own self an arrow. It was by accident, but nevertheless, he fell in love with Psyche. So, there are numero, numerous different versions of Eros's uh, parentage, the parents, and it seems that um, even ancient Greek authors were aware of them. So, some have been uh, posited the existence of at least two different Eroses. The first one is uh, Eros as a primordial cosmic force. 
uh, this is Hesiod's Eros, the most beautiful of the immortal gods, one of the very first few deities that sprang into existence. Uh, in this story, Eros was the son of Chaos and the brother of Gaia, Tartarus, Erebus and Nyx. A universal cosmic force, he became Aphrodite's companion soon after her birth, which he had previously overseen. Another is uh, Eros as one of the Erotes, children of Aphrodite and Ares. Uh, that's another depiction of Eros. However, possibly due to the fact that Eros was constantly accompanying the goddess of love, later authors reimagine him as one of the many children of uh, Aphrodite and Ares. In this case, there are at least three more winged loved gods such as him, uh, all of them his brothers. Antheros, Pothos, and Hemeros, together they are often referred to as Erotes. Many Eroses, okay? Erotes is in Greek. So it's a bunch of loved children, in other words. Uh, another depiction of Eros is the son of Zephyrus and Iris. It's not so traditional. Um, um, but uh, Eros, in some cases, is shown as uh, the son of Zephyrus, uh, which is the west wind, and Iris, the messenger of the gods. So, in Aristophanes' version of the creation, strongly influenced by the Orphic religion, Eros is born golden-winged, out of an egg laid by Nyx, the night, and Erebus, the darkness. So, how was Eros portrayed in Apollo and Daphne? This is uh, one of the stories that uh, really inspired me and I created a collection of Apollo and Daphne of jewelry in green gold. So, in Greek art, Eros was portrayed either as a beautiful youth um, or as a mischievous boy. The famous playwright Euripides is the earliest author to describe him as someone with a bow and um, a quiver full of unavoidable arrows, two attributes which have ever since been etched in our collective imagination. What is less known is that Eros's quiver allegedly contained two different types of arrows. The first are the most famous love-kindling ones. Uh, they are sharp and gold-tipped. However, Eros was also able to use another type of blunt and lead-tipped arrows, which made anyone shot by them immune to love advances. Yes, some people are not falling in love or they are just um, not into that. One time after Apollo mugged his skills, a 
Sapporo was the god of war and uh, very strong god, very macho, very important male god. Um, and he told Eros, uh, you're a child, you know, you don't matter. Uh, we matter more. We are the warriors. And what do you do with your hours? You play games of love. And these are all things that they're not as important as our um, wars and our uh, winnings and our contributions and our uh, successes and you know you don't matter as much so Eros proved his power by shooting the god Apollo with a gold tipped arrow while hitting Daphne Apollo's love interest at the time with a lead tipped uh, arrow that way Apollo ended up pinning for the wood nymph while she remained untouched by his advances. In other words, uh, Daphne um, received the lead-tipped arrow and she did not fall in love with Apollo. So therefore she rejected Apollo and she was running away from him. And Apollo was madly in love with her because um, he received a gold arrow by Eros. So there was a lot of love and desire for uh, Daphne from Apollo's side. But Daphne ran away. She, she wanted nothing to do with him. So in order to escape him, she asked to become the gods to turn her into a tree and just disappear so she became a tree so Apollo lost her forever so that was the story of uh, the power of Eros because he has that kind of a power he can really hurt hurt you big time at one time um, there is another story it's called it's called Eros and Psyche he got a taste of his own medicine, okay? Aphrodite, envious of the fact that Psyche had hundreds of suitors, ordered Eros to make the mortal girl fall in love with the ugliest creature on the planet. Eros flew down to Earth to accomplish the mission but instead of shooting Psyche, he accidentally pricked himself with his arrows. What happened next? For once, Eros was the one head over heels in love. So, with the help of Zephyrus, the West Wind, Eros organized, organizes secret meetings with Psyche, okay? loving her night after night in an isolated sacred grove in the privacy of total darkness. Psychicists, jealous and somewhat curious sisters, convince Psyche to find out who her secret lover is so one night she lights a candle and discovers Eros's identity. The god flees, fleeing both betrayed and feeling more betrayed and enraged. He didn't want to be found. 
Psyche, on the other hand, feels heartbroken and uh, inconsolable. So she starts wandering aimlessly and begging the gods to grant her an opportunity to win back the love of Eros. In the end, after performing a series of all but impossible tasks imposed on her by Aphrodite, she wins back both the goddesses and Eros's trust. Um, eventually they got married and they created the goddess of sensual pleasure which is called Voluptas. Okay? So, these are some of uh, the stories of uh, God Eros. So, like I said, he was the Greek god of sexual attraction. He was always a constant companion to Aphrodite. And he was beautiful, yet mischievous. And he gave us so much pleasure, yet so much pain and disappointment as well, depending on which arrow we received. But at the end, it was all good because even the um, lead-tipped arrows, uh, although uh, they are painful, they are here to teach us lessons, lesson of, um, lessons of uh, humility, lessons of um, loving unconditionally lessons of being open to learning lessons and uh, uh, accept our destiny and um, lessons of being open to love and accepting love and uh, the fact that we are worthy of love at the end so sometimes we do not allow love into our lives by allowing the lead-tipped uh, arrow to just uh, uh, affect our decisions and our perceptions and close our heart and at the end we end up suffering but we can not allow sometimes we can reject all these perceptions and bad thoughts and bad conditioning and allow the beauty of Eros to come into our lives and uh, the gold Eros to, to penetrate our heart and um, bring us all pleasure and joy and love, simply love. Let us fall in love and uh, let us uh, accept love into our lives and let us uh, give the right type of love to others and hopefully they will uh, allow the love to penetrate their own hearts as well and not uh, uh, misinterpret certain actions of love coming from others as dangerous or or uh, lead tipped uh, let those bad ugly, painful uh, habits of misinterpreting someone, someone's actions uh, fade and allow the golden light of Eros 
to turn our hearts into gold and our life uh, one beautiful golden beautiful light loving existence how about that so i hope you enjoyed my eros story and i wish you all love love many loves erotes enjoy It was a very awakening moment for me doing this uh, podcast about Eros uh, and while I was researching and um, sharing with you my information and the story about uh, Eros uh, and the pain and suffering that uh, supposedly he inflicts, I came to the very, very important realization that the pain and suffering we are inflicting to ourselves no one else is inflicting suffering it's our perception of uh, us being not worthy or we deserve to be in pain or we are um, in a bad habit of always thinking that we're not worthy enough even though that we came uh, a long way and did work on ourselves and we got over that still the bad habit may be lingering on and on and on so at the end I just realized something very important that uh, the pain that uh, according to the myths uh, and the legends of ancient Greece Eros is inflicting with uh, his lead uh, dipped arrow the pain that pain is our own infliction and this is caused by our perceptions that uh, this is painful or this uh, we deserved and we allow ourselves to be hurt it's something very very important to change the perception uh, i don't know how it takes a lot a lot of work um, we have to be in a situation or a position in our lives that we uh, realize that we matter, that we are lovable, we deserve love, we attract love, we are worthy of love. And once we come to that um, uh, acceptance or into that state of existence, we will attract love. So in that case, Eros will send us his golden arrows and uh, no more pain and suffering once we stopped accepting it once we stop hurting ourselves with those uh, lead uh, dipped uh, arrows thoughts beliefs and expectations it's very very simple we have to toss away those lead-tipped arrows forever. We can do that. We are creating our circumstances and the uh, quality of love and uh, loving experiences in our lives. So we have to make a decision and do not allow all these negative uh, thoughts 
and expectations and negative beliefs about ourselves and allow only goodness to come into our existence and only the right type of love, which is pure uh, eros, erotas, ideal love, because we deserve it. This is what came into my realization while I was speaking, while I was creating this podcast. And um, I had to share this with you because um, this is important and it matters. We have to all realize that we are creating our disappointments and our perfect moments. So we have to decide which arrows we want to inflict ourselves with. The golden ones or the lead-tipped ones. We choose. We make the choice. The choice is ours. We are creating how we feel and what we are allowing into our lives. As I promised to you in the beginning uh, opening segment of this uh, podcast, uh, I will give you the information about the lady, the influencer that inspired me to create this amazing soup that I shared with you. It's her actual recipe. And her name is Julie Montagu, M-O-N-T-A-G-U. She's an American uh, aristocrat. Uh, She married into a British aristocratic family and she lives in a beautiful mansion with her husband and uh, her in-laws and Uh, four children and she has a beautiful community there with beautiful people that works with uh, and she's primarily uh, inspiring people to restore old places and um, to work on the gardens to do vegetable gardens create cooking uh, from the garden and uh, also inspiring people to appreciate history and the contribution of the past she's also inspiring people to uh, do healthy living and appreciate nature and uh, also work out she is a yoga instructor and she has these uh, yoga retreats and um, her name is uh, julie montagu as i said to you and the name of the um, social media it's under her name as well as map mapperton Live Mapperton, it's M-A-P-P-E-R-T-O-N, is the name of the state um, in England. So she has live uh, sessions and she's and she has live tours from the estate, and it's just very um, uh, inspiring and uh, very rewarding. To she takes you to her beautiful life and. Um, Uh, It's just a great escape uh, watching her and also very informative. Uh, uh, You gain something from her. She's a true uh, inspirational figure and uh, I very strongly recommend her. Uh, Please check her uh, social media, YouTube and Facebook. I'm sure she has other social media platforms. uh, But definitely it's under her name or uh, the Mapperton state uh, there is a lot of information out there for you to 
have access and to get uh, inspired from this amazing lady. Okay, let's do this. Repeat after me. Let's affirm this. Let's mean this. Let's expect this. Let's desire this. Let's transform this reality into this affirmation. Everything that I need, I already have. Everything that I have is all that I need. Anything I desire, I will receive because my reality is created by me. I'm successful. I'm peaceful. I'm free and I'm wise. I have potential, energy. And like a phoenix, I shall rise. 